welcome back to the Sozo Ministries International Offices here in Mbali, Uganda. My name is Scott Ingram. I am the Apostolic Overseer of Sozo Ministries International. Today is uh, November the 16th, 2020, and this is your Monday message. Uh, how is everybody doing this week? I hope you had a good weekend uh, and back at it today wherever you are. Uh, let us know in the comments. How are you doing? How are things going where you are? Um, again, last week we talked a little bit about elections and it has been a crazy election season uh, in the U.S. We still don't have the final results. We don't uh, know what that's going to look like with some of the lawsuits and the court cases, but uh, just as strange here in Uganda, uh, the elections are heating up and, uh, you know, things aren't always as peaceful. Yesterday here in Mbali, uh, the opposition candidate was in town and there was tear gas going off for hours in town. Police uh, trying to control crowds, police seemingly shutting down the opposition candidate. Uh, we stayed home. We didn't get out in the midst of it, but uh, from our house, we could hear the, the tear gas canisters going off in town. And we saw a little bit of it on Facebook. So we're, we're praying for both the U.S. elections and the Uganda presidential elections, which will come in January. Um, it's some, some crazy season. Uh, it is a crazy season right now. Um, but that's kind of what I want to talk about. I, I don't want to dwell on the election um, but uh, in, in either country. I don't want to dwell on politics, um, but it is a political season. And I saw something on Facebook. Uh, I, I don't even remember who posted it. I think it was a repost from somebody else. And I've seen a, a few other comments that are similar. Um, but it, it's brought me to Joel chapter 2. And I was reading through Joel chapter 2 today. And it, it's interesting because Joel, uh, if you if you start with the book of Joel, um, he... he um, calls the nation to repentance, right? Uh, it starts with an invasion of locusts and, and, and he's calling the nation back to repentance. And then all of Joel chapter two is dealing with the day of the Lord, which, um, the day of the Lord is an interesting thing because for, for part of God's judgment, you know, judgment day, uh, part of it was taken on the cross of Jesus. And then part of it will be at the final day where Jesus returns to judge um, everyone. Um, but looking at Joel chapter two, uh, the line that, that brought me to it is verse one. And again, in verse 15, it says, blow the trumpet in Zion. And I saw somebody post something similar to this. Again, I'm, I don't know the exact quote, but um, my summary is uh, right now what the world needs is more trumpet blowers and less whistle blowers. And what it means is if you turn on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Parler, any of these things, excuse me, you turn on the news. What you're seeing is is people trying to give you the behind the scenes of what's going on. We we have a world full of whistleblowers is what they call them. Uh, people that are trying to tell you what's really happening that you're not supposed to know. It's hidden. Uh, what's going on in the Trump campaign with with these lawsuits? What's going on with the Biden campaign uh, and, and how they're trying to make sure he, he remains the president elect? Uh, what's going on uh, in, in Uganda with President Museveni? What's going on with all of the opposition? candidates like it's the season of the whistleblower and and people trying to tell you you know the 
I, I don't want to use the word conspiracy because I don't want to say things are untrue, but it's that secret knowledge that you're not supposed to know, but somebody's going to blow the whistle and, and put it out there. And what I've seen is too many Christians are wanting to play the whistleblower game. They're wanting to be the ones um, telling you politically what's happening in the government and the, you know, behind the scenes, what you're not supposed to see. And too many Christians uh, are wanting to be the whistleblower for, for world politics and, and what's going on in the world. And uh, I, when I saw it on Facebook, again, I don't even remember who posted it. It wasn't exactly what I said, but I mean, the Holy Spirit just, it, 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 whoever said it first, it got into my heart and I heard the Holy Spirit start saying, I want more trumpet blowers, less whistleblowers. Uh, we have enough people trying to blow the whistle on behind the scenes, but uh, the trumpet blowers are ushering in a different um, mystery, a different different secret, the, the, it's not even a secret, but the message of the gospel. And so in Joel chapter two, he starts, he says, blow a trumpet in Zion, sound an alarm on the holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord is coming. It is Near, And then he paints a, a picture of the judgment day when people are going to face the reality of their sin and be judged. He says it is a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and thick darkness like blackness. There is uh, spread upon the mountains a great and powerful people there. Their likeness has never been before, nor will be again after them through the years of all generations. Fire devours before them, and behind them a flame burns. The land is like a garden of Eden before them, but behind them is a desolate wilderness, and nothing escapes them. And he goes on. It's, it's this prophetic picture. Uh, I don't want to read the whole chapter, but uh, to jump down to verse 12. Yet even now... So the day of the Lord's coming soon. Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and with mourning, and rend your hearts and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and he relents over disaster. <clears throat> Who knows whether he will not turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Consecrate a fast. Call a solemn assembly. Gather the people. Consecrate the congregation. Assemble the elders. Gather the children, even nursing infants. Let the bridegroom leave his room and the bride her chamber. Between the vestibule and the altar, let the priests, the ministers of the Lord, weep and say, Spare your people, O Lord, and make not your heritage a reproach, a byword among the nations. Why should they say among the people, Where is their God? And he goes on, the Lord does relent. He does have pity. Uh, Joel chapter 2 is one of my favorite passages in the Old Testament um, because it, it's quoted by Peter on the day of Pentecost, verse 28. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions. Even on the male and female servants in those days, I will pour out my spirit and I will show wonders in the heavens and on the earth, blood and fire and columns of smoke. And, and he goes on again, talking about the day of the Lord. Uh, and it shall come to pass, verse 32, it shall come to pass that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. 
And so I just want to stir you up by, by way of reminder that um, there, there's been a lot of things I've been seeing. Uh, again, I'm, I pay attention to African news, what's going on in Uganda and Kenya. I also pay attention to what's going on in American news and, and my Facebook feeds and Instagram and all those things are filled with people from both nations. And there's been a lot of challenges of, you know, the prophets have gotten so involved in politics that there's a lot of questions. Did they miss it? Did they not hear God correctly about Trump or Biden and, and what's going on? Uh, you know, I've seen people criticizing prophets here in Africa. The African prophets are hearing more about American politics than uh, the word of God for, for this nation. And, and I don't know, and I don't want to get un, into all that, but uh, I, I just think we're living in a dangerous place where... Christians, strong Christians, Christians in leadership, Christians that are prophetic, Christians that oversee ministries are so involved trying to be whistleblowers for secular politics and not trumpet blowers for the kingdom of God. And, and I just really, I felt such power sitting on that word today that we need less whistleblowers and more trumpet blowers that I wanted to remind you that, that God has a kingdom and it's not the kingdom of this world. It's not America. It's not Uganda. It's not Kenya. It's not any other earthly nation. It's not even Israel as much as God loves Israel. That is not God's kingdom. God's kingdom came into this world with Jesus. It was established while he was here and it has been growing. And, and as Christians, we are his ambassadors within the nations, but we're not of these nations. And, and so listen to me, if you're an American prophet, your job is to speak to nations, but not to get caught up trying to whistleblow everything going on within the nation. Your message to the nation is that there's a greater kingdom that's greater than Trump, greater than Biden, greater than the American presidency, greater than American history, and it's going to last for all of eternity. And our purpose, okay, th this is, my mind is all over the place on this because I, I've been praying about it and, and hearing the Lord speaking on it. My mind is, is seriously going a hundred miles a minute on things I want to say, but I think it's really interesting that in the midst of God's judgment on the nation, okay, he, he's called them to repent. He's brought the condemnation against them. This is what's coming. The judgment is coming. Yet even now declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Open your hearts, tear your hearts open, not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. And he relents over disaster. Listen to me. Listen to me very carefully. I don't know who's winning the U.S. election. And you don't either. Okay, we, we don't know. And the prophets that were saying it's going to be one, many of them have been saying, nope, I was wrong. Others that were saying it's the other, they're saying, I don't know now. You don't know who's going to win. But in the midst of this turmoil, can I just can I speak truthfully to you? Can I tell you the truth? It doesn't matter. Trump or Biden, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. Because they're only going to serve at the pleasure of the king in heaven who sits on the throne of the nations and will guide and direct and dictate whatever he wants. He can bring disaster. He can bring judgment on the nations. He can bring grace and he can bring blessing. And listen to me. 
he can bring disaster. But like, okay, I'm just going to, to say that the majority of evangelicals, because I know this isn't universal, majority of evangelicals in America voted Trump and are fearful of Biden. And I would say that's true about American elections, what's going on here in Uganda. Most Ugandans, Kenyans that I talked to wanted Trump because they're afraid of what Biden is going to do, even on a global scale and within the church. But listen to me. Even if Trump remains president, God can bring destruction upon the nations. And even if Joe Biden is president, God can bring his blessing upon the nations because it doesn't matter who sits in the office. It matters where the hearts of the people are at. And our job is to be blowing a trumpet in the nations, pointing people to God. Not building more division over the man who sits in the White House. And the same thing is true here in Uganda. I don't care who wins the election. I don't care if, if Museveni remains president for another 30 years or if he's gone in January. It doesn't matter to the outcome of world history. Our job is not to get into the midst of things wanting to be the whistleblower for human politics. If, if your nation allows you to vote, then by all means vote. Do that responsibly. Do that in a God-honoring way. Do that prayerfully. Vote. But once that is done, do not put your hope in a human and start looking around trying to find out what's going on behind the scenes. What am I missing? What's everyone seeing? What is the news telling the truth? Are they lying? Are they in the pocket of one presidential candidate or another? Stop. You're not a whistleblower. And, and that's not your concern. Because all of those things will, will work out in the end. Listen, I, I have literally, I have peace if, if Trump remains president or Biden becomes president, I have peace if Museveni remains president or if one of these other uh, candidates becomes president. I have peace because I know the king of the universe and I'm right with him. And that's what he's saying. Listen, it, you can't just look at, at what's going on in the world and, and live your life according to that. You've got to live your life according to the grace of God. And so he's saying, yet even now. Return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, with mourning. Rend your hearts and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God because he's gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. And he relents over disaster. Who knows whether he will not turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him. So blow the trumpet in Zion. I hope you're feeling the weight on this word because I have so much more I want to say, but I don't want to, I don't want to go long on this. But listen to me, if you're a Christian, what the church needs, what the world needs right now are trumpet blowers, not whistleblowers. People who will blow a trumpet for the King of Kings and not whistleblowers for earthly electoral politics and parties that in, at the end of the day, None of them are the most godly. Okay, I'm sorry. Republicans have a lot of sinful issues on their platform. Democrats have a lot of sinful issues on their platform. 
it, it really is the choice between the lesser of two evils. And the same thing on, on uh, I'm speaking as an American because I can speak more freely about politics of my nation. I don't have as much freedom to speak to the politics of other nations, but the same thing's true everywhere. There is no righteous and holy human government, but there's a righteous and holy king, and we get to blow the trumpet and call people back to him. And so Christians, please stop making it your mission to be a whistleblower for human politics. And, and you're not. You're not called to be a whistleblower. We don't need any more. We need some trumpet blowers. And so wherever your heart is right now, wherever your mind is at, wherever your anxiety is at, wherever your hope is at, I hope you take this to mind. Return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning, whatever it takes. Listen, the truth is some of you have been so engaged in politics that you, you haven't heard the voice of God in weeks or months. Some of you are so caught up on what social media says that you haven't been in the word of God. Maybe you need to fast. Maybe you need to weep. Maybe you need to tear your clothes off like, and, and say, Lord, here I am. Expose anything in my heart that's not right and bring me back to you. I don't know. But it's the challenge of the Lord because you're a trumpet blower and you have one king. And so church, this is our time. Okay, this is absolutely the time of the church. And listen, persecution's on the rise. I get that. They hate us. They've always hated us. They hated Jesus. But this is our time. This is our season. This is when we get to have a voice to say it doesn't matter who wins. Jesus is king. Doesn't matter who sits in the White House. Doesn't matter who sits in the State House. It doesn't matter who's in Congress, who's on the Supreme Court, because the King of Kings is sitting on the throne and he will have his way. So blow a trumpet in Zion, blow a trumpet in America, blow a trumpet in Uganda, blow a trumpet in Kenya, blow a trumpet in India and Israel and Pakistan and Haiti and Dubai and South Africa and China and Russia and every other nation. Blow a trumpet for the King of Kings. Stop being a whistleblower for things that matter very little. So I just want to pray for us because sincerely, I feel like there's so much weight on this word. I want to pray for us because I feel like some of you, you're not connected with, with God right now. Like some of you, you're, you're so caught up in politics and, and secular news media and uh, political parties and all these things that, that for the last month or longer, your spirituality has, has dropped off and it, it's not there. I want to pray for us that, that the Holy Spirit will wake us up, like, boom, done, the election's over, whatever. That he'll wake us up and, and that we can return to our true calling as trumpet blowers. So, Lord, right now I do pray for myself and for everyone watching. Lord, we, <laughs> we're living in crazy times, but we're not living in the worst of times. We're not living under the strictest of persecution. There's so many believers in the world in way worse situations than believers in America or Uganda or East Africa right now. There's so much more persecution going on. But God, I pray right now for the Christians, the, the followers of Jesus who have disconnected from you and they're serving global, worldly, earthly kingdoms and political parties and even men. 
Lord, I pray that there would be a call to repentance for every believer who is looking to Trump as Savior. And I pray there would be a call to repentance for every believer who is looking at Joe Biden as Savior. The same thing in Uganda, Museveni, Bobby Wine, these other candidates. Lord, call your people to repentance to on your people who are looking at these men to fulfill the role that Jesus has. You're our Savior. You're our King. You're our Lord and Master. You're our bridegroom and the lover of our souls, not these men in political offices. Lord, call us back to you. Call us to repentance. Lead us in fasting and weeping and opening our hearts up. Because, Lord, it, it is true you are gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. And, Lord, you you'll gladly open your arms back to your people. You'll bring us back to you and you'll, you'll leave a blessing and not destruction. But Lord, call us back to where our only hope is in you, no matter who sets in the government office. Lord, put your word on our lips and not the latest news story, not the latest conspiracy theory. Lord, make us trumpet blowers, not whistleblowers. Because you haven't designed us for that. You haven't called us to that. It's not who we are. Help us to blow the trumpet for the king of kings to the nations who need it now more than ever. Who need you. Who need your salvation. Who need your grace. Lord, restore the prophets. Whether they, they heard you right or they missed it. Lord, I pray that you restore the prophets to their calling, their role in guiding nations back towards you and not towards human human beings, human leaders. Lord, I know the prophets get excited when they get it right, but Lord, there's got to be a higher purpose than just getting it right. Lord, restore the trumpet blowers. And Lord, I, I just ask for your help. I ask for your grace. Even for me as I'm leading an international ministry, Lord, help me to be a trumpet blower in every nation you've assigned on my life. Because that's what I'm here for. That's what we're here for. And so, Lord, we repent. And we just ask for your grace and mercy to bring us back. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. That's going to do it for this week. Um, I hope you feel the weight. I hope you feel the heaviness of this word. Again, it didn't originate with me. I, I read it somewhere. And I, I went back and looked for it. Can't even find it. Um, but I mean, man, it, it just went into my heart and the Holy Spirit's been pouring out. I hope he's doing the same for you um, and that we can we can take our place as trumpet blowers for the king. Um, if you want more in, information about Sozo, about our ministry, uh, the best way for you to do that is on our website, sozoministries.net. Uh, on there, you can find out everything going on with the ministry. Uh, you can, uh, there's a link that says get prayer. You can submit prayer requests. Our, our prayer team would love to pray for you, whatever you have need of. Uh, if you want to partner with us financially, there's information how you can do that there as well. But all of that's on the website. Uh, pray for us next, uh, this Sunday, not next Sunday, this Sunday, uh, we are on our way to the refugee camps in, excuse me, in northern Uganda with the South Sudanese refugees. 
We're hosting a, a training conference for between 50 and 75 pastors from many different denominations, many different uh, streams of Christianity, but we're going to try to help equip them in their identity in Christ, in quality leadership for the body of Christ, in discipleship, mindset and strategy, and, and much more, um, because we believe they're going home soon, so we are, are trying to coach them in how to disciple their nation when they go home. Uh, there's a team traveling from the U.S. this week who is going to be with us on that to pray for safe travels, pray against any influence of the enemy and this COVID thing, uh, that, that God's grace will oversee every bit of this. Uh, I believe it's going to be a great week. With that being said, I am not sure if I'm going to be able to do a Monday message this week. Last time I was in Moyo back in June, I tried doing it. There are many delays. I think I ended up doing a short like three or four minute video and it took me about 10 times before I could even get it uploaded correctly. So I don't know if next week we'll have a Monday message. I may uh, go ahead and record it Friday before I, I leave because I've got to roll out of here early Saturday morning. And, and so I may try to pre-record on Friday and, and go ahead and get it scheduled for Monday. So uh, I, it, all that to say, I don't know if I'll be here next week, um, but whether I am or not, just know that I love you. Uh, be praying for us. And, and if you want us to pray for you, submit your prayer requests on the link. And until next time I do see you, uh, God bless you.